Alright, welcome everyone to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast. As always, it's Thor here with... Doc. And Sasquatch Senpai. So, let's talk gaming updates and announcements this week. Well, Battlefield 2042 has officially launched. It was in early access slash beta last week on its little early launch. If you paid 100 bucks for it or had EA Play or Play Pro, um, they have revealed their one-year plans, which includes multiple seasons, which every shooter has any more battle passes, which every game has any more new specialists, which is something you'd really hope considering it's an embedded system in the game. Um, and much, much more along with the game, including new maps, modes, etc., etc. Um, they did also say that there is going to be no voice chat in-game for a while and or an actual scoreboard to see how other players are performing as they want to use this to somehow cut down on toxicity, even though you can see how entire other squads are performing and you can just be toxic at a whole bunch of people instead. <laughs> um, well, uh, Fortnite has its first official anime characters. Uh, Naruto, Sasuke, oh my god, Ninja Team 7 from Naruto, Shippuden, and I guess the original Naruto, um, are now officially in Fortnite. Um, so now you can attack Superman and Batman with ninjas. I don't even know Superman, then never mind. Also, next month, Boba Fett is coming to Fortnite, so everyone's childhood is being ruined. I honestly am surprised that that wasn't already a thing. I really am. Who's Boba Fett? Boba Fett. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Mandalorian's already in it, so. Um, December oh, maybe 24th. That's why I thought that. This is, I think, coinciding with the Book of Boba Fett. This is probably something specifically along with that. Um see here ubisoft has lowered the price of rainbow six extraction and offers free co-op passes for your friends um originally extraction was planned to be a full 60 dollars release but it's going to launch on all platforms instead at 40 dollars um and each copy will come with a buddy pass token that allows your friends uh gifted with these tokens to download the trial version of the game which works for 14 days um no no information on what this trial version consists of, Is if it's a full game that's just time-gated, or if it is part of the game that's also time-gated. But hopefully it would be something, um, a full version to let players get a feel for the game in its entirety for 14 days before buying it. Uh, also... Most many years after after its launch, four years in fact, Injustice Two has removed Denuvo uh, DRM from the game um, due to Yay. recent issues involving Denuvo in many a game on PC. Uh, games just completely not being available because the company can't, you know, pay for its web domains and uh, <laughs> services going down. Choppy gameplay. It is finally gone from Injustice 2. WB Games and Netherrealm Studios didn't disclose why it was removed, but it is going away. It is now gone. Also, Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, has 
mostly confirmed that the Elder Scrolls 6 will be an Xbox console exclusive. Um, hopefully it's not actually an Xbox console exclusive and mostly a Microsoft platform exclusive because that's going to be a lot of lost money. That's, so I, who knows? I read the quote and my interpretation was Microsoft exclusive. So Xbox and PC. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping it's uh, actually going to be. Cause that's how most of their games launching have worked. They are both a console and PC port. It's, you know, a direction they've been moving because it's just more money for them. If, you know, you can buy it on PC as well, which they already own that ecosystem for the most part. They, they would um, lose so, so much money if they didn't release it on PC. Like it, there's, there's no way. Yes. Hopefully, uh, who knows? They can backtrack if they think it'll push them into a larger market share. Um, you know, if consoles are even available at all. Uh, Halo Infinite's multiplayer has also launched early. Um, it actually launched early this week, uh, f- uh, about three, three, four weeks before the campaign halo infinite campaign and the multiplayer were supposed to launch um it is technically in beta and it will be in beta until the launch of the campaign uh they'll use this time for balancing and various other fixes um the multiplayer however is still free to play as was advertised earlier battle pass cosmetics etc etc however the campaign the single player and co-op campaign will be 60 dollars when it launches on december 8th also, Outriders, um, the looter shooter Gears of War powered Destiny ish clone. Um, actually, for people, a lot of people who like games, it is. It's a very odd genre that they have chosen to be in. Um, they actually <laughs> have launched their first big update. Um, it is the New Horizon update. Uh, they changed how the end game has overall worked, removing end game timers, uh, adding new expeditions, which are end game dungeons. And they also announced their their actual first expansion coming in 2022. Um, the New Horizon update is free. So nothing needed to pay there for you to participate in new endgame content. And the new expansion probably will be uh, need to be paid to access will be coming next year. Uh, to celebrate the Xbox's 20th anniversary, uh, which is also when Halo Infinite's multiplayer launched early, they have made 76 original Xbox and Xbox 360 games backwards compatible. Um, some of these are such as the Max Payne series, Skate 2, and a whole bunch of other uh, Xbox exclusive games which are now able to be played. Also, we have an announcement from Bandai Namco. Dragon Ball The Breakers has been announced. It's a uh, asynchronous online multiplayer survival game. Um, it's Dragon Ball Dead by Daylight. Um, it looks wonky, it looks terrible, and it looks stupid, and I'm probably going to buy it. Yeah, it looks fun. <laughs> um, these games are always always seem to be a hit or miss, uh, but it's 1 verse 7 as opposed to the typical 1 verse 4 or 5 you normally get. Um you take on an unpowered person just you know on earth 
and you're going to be fighting. You're going to be hiding from either Boo, Cell, or Frieza. The launch trailer uh, showcased Cell evolving and eating and eating people to level up while the players are hiding from him and shooting rocket launchers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It shows Oolong turning into a rocket to escape. I also think it's funny that one of the random characters looks like Yamcha, and they're supposed to be unpowered. <laughs> I didn't notice. Uh... Notice Yamcha when I watched the trailer. But. Um, it's it's on the uh, poster for the game, uh, the release announcement poster. You see, you know, Bulma, Ulan, and then you just have some like random people, and then just some dude who looks like Yamcha. Hmm. It's probably not Yamcha, but it'd probably be as effective as Yamcha. Riot Games has also surprise released the Ruin King RPG, as well as another game along it. Hextech Mayhem, a League of Legends story, was also launched uh, for their anniversary. Uh, they are not free to play games. Uh, Ruin King will cost you $30 on Steam. So if you're interested in playing a single player version of League of Legends, a uh, ARPG, go ahead and check it out. Also, we do have uh, Ryuga Gotoko Studio has confirmed that Yakuza 8 is on the way and it will be set years after Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, it will follow the story of Ichiban. So it'll continue the story and the kind of the trend that former Yakuza games have. And as confirmed, it will also be staying in the turn-based RPG style. They also announced a few other non-Yakuza games and a couple more follow-ups to the Judgment series, which is taking over the old uh, Brawl-style type of gameplay that Yakuza has turned from with the seventh entry. And the rumored Warner Brothers fighting game Multiverse was officially announced. It's going to be free to play and launches in 2022. I thought it was multiverses. Multiverses, yeah, you're right. I also I also heard that they're uh they're not putting it out on Switch. Uh correct. They are not. Um it will be launching in 2022 on Windows PC, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series XS, and will support full crossplay and have dedicated server-based rollback, netcode, and seasonal content. Uh, pre-registration for playtest is available if it's something you want to if you are if it's something you are interested in. Um, it is a one to four player uh brawl style fighter. Uh, you have two versus two, one v one v one v one, which is you know free for all and everything like that. They're hoping to make it a very competitive esports based brawler. The Saints Row reboot has also been delayed to August of next year. Um, the studio behind it released a statement on it. Um, our priority is to create the best Saints Row game yet, and if we released it on the original date, it wouldn't be up to the standards we've set ourselves and that you're expecting and deserve. The team just needs more time to do our vision justice. We're doing some fine-tuning, and there won't be much change in the game outside some overall quality and polish. In all honesty, we underestimated the impact COVID would have on our schedule, although everyone adapted very quickly to the working from home arrangement and continued to be incredibly productive. However, due to the size and scope of our new Saints Row, it's become apparent that to create the best game possible, we need to give our team longer to protect their craft. This was all from Jim Boone. Um, 
head of Volition Studios, who are continuing the Saints Row franchise. Well, that is all I have for any sort of new game announcements. Thor, Doc. Oh, what have we? Uh, what have we got over in the controversies and the legal debacles realm? Well, initially at launch, the GTA trilogy definitive edition was pulled from the PC as the data miners uncovered. Uh, you know, how Rockstar decided to deal with music they couldn't get the license for. They just locked it in the game. All the files were still there, so all the disabled music was still there. They found various dev notes, which were not very family-friendly. Um, the controversial Hot Coffee mod, which made the game originally adult-only because of the, you know, active sex minigame that was included, is still in it. Uh, Rockstar... Rockstar really released the fucking turd. Didn't they also like do a really like I've seen a lot of screenshots popping up. Oh, it's so fucking ugly. Like, like. It looks worse than the original. Yeah. Normally they release polished things and this time they released an unpolished turd. Like it looks so bad. uh, It runs poorly. It. They really did fans and everyone a service because they removed the former games. They removed the originals from all services that they could buy the uh, upscale versions for like your new consoles or modern versions of the PC version. They just removed all those from the stores, forcing you to buy this one cop, this one copy that is just terrible. Yeah, I've also seen the screenshots. It's bad. We also have a whole bunch of news about Activision Blizzard again. CEO Bobby Kotick apparently has his own history of harassment as well as abusive behavior. Um, and this oh is according to a report from the Wall Street Journal. Um, wow. if, you, if you're interested in it, go ahead and head over to the Wall Street Journal. You'll be able to find this the article in depth a few excerpts are not very good i really don't want to read them but it goes it goes into like covering up uh sexual assault by his personal jets pilot on uh, on oh stewardesses God. um not very good apparently also the uh original apology letter from blizzard was written by him and uh-huh. not townsend uh so yeah it's just getting worse. And at the time that this article dropped a few days ago, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard Kingstock just was in fucking free fall. <laughs> it is not doing good. Naturally, Activision Blizzard responded to this, saying that they're disappointed in the report, presenting misleading view of their company and CEO, etc. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about just the stock. The entire company's in a free fall. Yeah. Also, going on to this, the former Blizzard co-lead Jen O'Neill, um, who was co-leader uh, for a whole few three months, um, app- 
apparently she was not also treated the same as, you know, the other co-lead as Ibarra. Um, she was paid less. She was only offered the same pay after she resigned. Uh, she also had her own allegations that she had brought up in the past that were covered up. Um, she was not actually a co-lead. It seems she just was a token. Activision Blizzard also responded to this, uh, saying that the allegations are not correct, uh, that her pay had been the same because she came from from Vicarious Visions, while Ibarra was at Blizzard him, himself, so their pays their pay hadn't been structured or changed at all yet. Um, but yeah. It's just not going well. And on top of all of this, Activision Blizzard shareholders are calling on Bobby Kotick as well as many, many other board members to resign immediately. Um, this is going on with the huge peti- another petition being signed by current Blizzard employees um, who also staged a walkout the other day. So it's better uh, and better. Uh, is this better? That was, I mean, that was definitely sarcasm. <laughs> I just, the entire company is just. Ooh, Uh, a little bit of sad news, though, on the backwards compatibility from Microsoft. Um, many licensing, legal, and technical limits are causing them to end backwards compatibility for some games as well. Um, so anything with music, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, licensing will run out and games will be removed. Um, also, it's they can only have so many renewed licenses it seems upscaling to the series x and s library so they might have to start rotating games in and out i'm not entirely sure how that's even a possible thing but this is probably more of a technical constraint on their server side um yeah they did they did release a uh a statement on this while we continue to stay focused on preserving and enhancing the art form of games we have reached the limit of our ability to bring new games to the catalog from the past due to licensing legal and technical constraints thank you for being part of this journey with us so it seems we got our last big bit of backwards compatibility at least for a while also a few months ago uh, in september nvidia purchased UK chip designer ARM for $40 billion. Apparently, the UK government is ordering a six-month inquisition into the acquisition, uh, thinking that they might own too much of the entire market with how many items ARM's chips are in, uh, being from TVs, the phones, to anything that might have a computer. The UK government is worried that this will you know, create a, will create a monopoly for NVIDIA and give them too much of a share of the marketplace. So the ARM acquisition by NVIDIA is going to be on hold for another six months. That is all I have. All right. Well then let's take a look into our industry news. Um, I'll go ahead and cover the Game Awards, but I think you had one thing to add in there first, if I remember correctly. 
Uh, yeah, Tencent has acquired a minority stake in Playtonic Games. Um, Playtonic uh, developer and publisher for most recently Yuka Laylee, the spiritual successor to Banjo Kazooie. Um, while it is, it is fortunately only a minor share, a minority stake. So hopefully they won't have too much in there. But Tencent is continuing to buy up shares of foreign developers and publishers. Yes. <clears throat> Well, over in the Game Awards, um, we have our 2021 nominations revealed. Uh, So that is available to go check out on all of the uh, various channels like YouTube and such. But to sum things up, for the best ongoing game category, we have Apex Legends, Call of Duty Warzone, Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite and Genshin Impact. For best multiplayer game, we have Back for Blood, It Takes Two, Knockout City, Monster Hunter Rise, New World, and Valheim. For best performance, um, we have, let's see, Erica Mori from Life is Strange True Colors. Oh my god, I can't pronounce that. Um, let's see. Giancarlo Espeito? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Far Cry 6. <laughs> I, I tried my All hardest. Right, so it's not just Asian names. You just can't <laughs> pronounce anything. Yes, that's, that's what I tried to explain to you last week. <laughs> uh, Jason Kelly from Deathloop. Uh, Maggie Robinson from Resident Evil Village. Uh, and uh, Oziyama Akaga from Deathloop. Akage. Akage. That's close. Uh, for best score and music, we have Cyberpunk, Deathloop, Near Replicant, Guardians well, of the Galaxy, and The Artful Escape. Yeah, I'd say Near is definitely going to win. But I, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy would be a good contender, but it, it would have to be one of those two. Um, for best art direction, we have Deathloop, uh, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and The Artful Escape. For best role-playing game, we have Cyberpunk, Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei 5, and Tales of Arise. For best independent game, we have 12 Minutes, Death's Door, Kenna, Bridge of Souls, Inscription, and Loop Hero. For best narrative, we have Deathloop, It Takes Two, Life is Strange, True Colors, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts 2. For best game direction, we have Deathloop, It Takes Two, Returnal, Psychonauts 2, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And the big one, drumroll, game of the year. Nominees are Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. 
I'm honestly surprised to see it takes two on any of those, but honestly, my uh, co-op playthrough of it was fantastic. It is a fantastic co-op game. And that's going to be it as far as industry news. Uh, what do we have going on in tech news? Um, I know on mine, I just had a little quip. Uh, the first iPhone with USB-C sold for over $86,000 on eBay. Um, so that's fun. <laughs> what if, what How if did you... it sell for that much? It's just supposed to be standard, I think, in Europe from now on. I I yeah I don't know. It's a, a robotics engineer, uh, a robotics engineer student modified an iPhone 10 with a working USB-C port, and for whatever reason, what? someone bought it for eighty six thousand and one dollars. What? I I, I I don't know. The article even says for whatever reason someone bought it. <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> Maybe, dude. Okay, I've seen dumbass shit on eBay though. I have seen people. I've dude, seen at this, least Jesus toast is cool. Well, I I've seen auctions that like that'll have a phone box, just the box, and it says all over in the description in huge letters like this is just the box. You will not receive a phone. No refunds. Please do not message me asking where your phone is. There is no phone. It's just a box. And the auctions oh, at like 700 a bucks. A lot of those are just to fuck with scalpers. <laughs> But there's well, the drive up the it's the it's the drive up the price and everything to fuck with the scalpers listings. No, I mean I've seen those since I was like sixteen. I've I've just they've right. all yeah no yeah. that's what they're they're for. But it's I see crazy shit on eBay, so I don't know. But but someone bought this thing. I don't know why. I just know that it happened. Well, uh, anyways. Um, Microsoft is apparently blocking users from circumventing the Edge browser links in Windows 11. <laughs> so rather than a, uh, <laughs> so rather than changing around your settings and everything to use other browsers when opening links, Windows 11 will naturally open in Edge. So Firefox, Google Chrome, uh, Brave browser, all of these will not be used of opening up a Windows based link within the operating system. So, does that imply then that, like, if you have a link through PowerPoint or through Word, that it wouldn't be able to link to a different browser? I'm going to assume so, since those are, you know, Microsoft products. That would be really trashy, like, super trashy. It's unfortunate, though, because you know, Edge is actually a decent, is actually a good browser. But uh, yeah, just kind of forcing it. It's whatever. Um, I guess if you had a link, just pre-open it, and which I always did anyways. So it's yeah, and it's to me, it's not even it's not about which browser is better, because a lot of it is if you're talking about modern browsers like Edge, Firefox or Chrome, it boils down to subjective preference. It's just restricting tools or resources of any kind is extremely draconian. It's just not good form anymore. You know what I mean? Like you can even like you can get Microsoft office on Macs. Like it's just restricting technology like that has just fallen out of favor. And they're, they're like moving backwards. Uh, 
Um, NVIDIA's CEO, unfortunately, does not see an end to the chip shortage any time soon. Uh, mm. Jensen Wang, the CEO of NVIDIA, did an interview with Yahoo Finance um, to discuss his recent GTC tech showcase. And he said, I think that through the next year, demand is going to far exceed supply. We don't have any magic bullets in navigating the supply chain. Uh, so this is ship. This goes into shipping, manufacturing from foreign countries in the state side, and even into Europe and you know countries within the same continent. COVID has just you know essentially slowed everything down to a halt. Um, you don't have to look much further than like off the coast of California to see some of its effects in some cases with uh, incoming foreign uh, incoming foreign imports just sitting on boats for weeks at a time and it's just getting worse uh, it's not just an issue here it is an issue everywhere um to kind of get around this intel had planned to increase its chip production using chinese factories uh has this has been discouraged by the u.s government itself um, they are hoping they are currently deciding on whether or whether whether to or not restrict investments and may even use outbound investment uh, screening mechanisms to do this. So they are hoping that various manufacturers will not move their manufacturing processes or at least some of it to help with the current requested load to other countries, specifically China. Also, Meta, you know, formerly Facebook, but now Meta, <laughs> has showcased its haptic feedback love, and it lets you touch things in the metaverse. <laughs> what? Yes, uh, haptic feedback gloves. Uh, VR gloves. Oh, Lord. Just, just get ready to touch them animated. Oh, God, it's, it's happening. Black Mirror is happening. Uh, um... Reality Labs had a uh, what do you want to call it? Like a very early version of this, and they were able to test it out. Um, the haptic feedback gloves, uh, you know, much like you know, and you have your haptic sensors and your dual sense controller, except these are over your entire hand, so it can create the artificial process of grabbing something, gripping something, holding something, um, such as Titty. Where's Jeff when you need him? That's, that's Hashtag all Jeff that posting. I have. Hashtag <laughs> Jeff posting. What you got for uh, TV, movies, comics? Um, Movie Pass is coming back. The original co-founder of Movie Pass <laughs> has reacquired the name, and they're hoping to get something going back with it again. Naturally, uh, twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one were not very good for the uh <laughs> the movie theater industry um with people not being able to go etc etc um i have a quote from this we are thrilled to have it back and are exploring the possibility of relaunching soon our pursuit to reclaim the brand was encouraged by the continued interest from the movie going community we believe if done properly theatrical subscription can play an instrumental role in lifting movie going attendance to new heights Also, um, there's an Earthworm Jim TV series in development. Hmm. Interested. Um, this is being developed by Interplay Entertainment. Uh, but yeah, there's a there is a quick 
a small interviewish trailer about this as well with Earthwind Jim. So if this is something you're interested in, uh, you have it to look forward to. Earthworm Jim is getting his own TV series. Nice. Well, over on the Marvel side of things, we have quite a bit of updates going on. They've uh, Disney's rolled out um, new announcements to some of the series. They have an official lineup for upcoming uh, shows and movies on Disney Plus. Um, this includes Secret Invasion, Marvel Zombies, which is going to be a spinoff of Marvel What If, Agatha House of Harkness, Ironheart. I am Groot, She-Hulk, Echo, Spider-Man Freshman Year, and Moon Knight. And in that, they have revealed uh, I Oscar Isaac's uh, yeah. Oscar Isaac's uh, MCU costume. Um, I'm really, really excited. Um, I was surprised to hear that Moon Knight was going to be brought into the MCU, but. Uh, I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, but the most exciting part of this announcement is they have announced the reboot of X-Men animated series, aptly named X-Men 97. So for those who were fans of the X-Men cartoons in the 90s and early 2000s, this is your chance to relive that in Disney+. Plus. And on the last bit of this, um, just an interesting note from Tom Holland, who never fails to surprise in some of his public statements. Um, during an interview, he disclosed that he has considered pivoting from an actor to a landlord. And specifically, um, he mentioned that he didn't want to be an actor for the rest of his life and that he likes the idea of, quote, buying apartment buildings and renting them out for cheaper than they need to be because I don't need the money. And that is all I've got in the world of TV, movies, and comics. Uh, what do you have over in uh, featured updates there, Sasquatch? I know you had at least one or two before I rattle off on uh, RuneScape updates. Um, New World got its first major content drop a month after launch. Um, the Into the Void update uh, releases a new weapon for Adventures Aeternum to use, the Void Gauntlet. Um, it is a spellcasting weapon. Uh, that you can turn into a melee blade that deals that you combat in close range with. Um, there's also a buffing, debuffing side of the tree, more focused on the healing side of play. So it's the first real big like combination weapon you have access to that focuses on two different attributes at the same time. There's also new enemies and a new quest line starting up. The Varangian Knights. Um, they are an invading force of knights raiding southeastern Aeternum. They are led by Lord Commander Atalus, and the first few quests are available. This is also the biggest just overall patch to date with over 100 various changes and fixes to the game. It seems they're still taking the game serious and want to balance everything out as best as possible. And so far, there aren't any game-breaking bugs this time. So, yeah, the economy hasn't crashed again. 
Well, over in the world of Pokemon Go, um, there was a at first cryptic message about uh, Ed Sheeran and Pokemon Go, and has now been revealed that there's going to be a special concert. Um, he's going to perform live inside of Pokemon Go. Um, for this event, there's also going to be a special Squirtle with sunglasses appearing to catch, um, and you can find details inside of Pokemon Go or on their blog. There will be tickets available for the performance to purchase within the game. Um, then we have quite a slew of RuneScape news. So RuneScape, the first 20 years, is now released. I've already ordered my copy. Um, it is... Wait, 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 wait. Did you talk about Ed Sheeran? Yeah. Oh, Ed Sheeran? Okay, I just didn't hear it for some reason, I guess. But uh, oh. okay, never mind. It was just like the biggest news of all. I don't, I mean, I guess. <laughs> all right, go back to RuneScape. I mean, that's, it, it was, that's what I was just talking about was him. He, he had a performance in Pokemon Go. I don't know why I just blanked. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, so a lot going on in RuneScape. Um, the RuneScape, the first 20 years, has been released. Um, I've already ordered my copy. So um, it is a biography on the 20 years of RuneScape. This is, of course, their 20-year anniversary. So it details everything from the beginning to where we are currently in RuneScape. Um, it looks really neat. I'm excited to get my hands on a copy and look through it. Um, then there's a lot of celebration going on in observance of this being their 20th year. So first up, uh, Once Upon a Time has had the finale revealed for this quest line. So the only requirements, of course, are that you have completed the other Once, uh, Once Upon a Time quests and a whole slew of rewards, including um, a neat new outfit and a shard for the golden party hat. So the Golden Party Hat is going to be an event that's going to be running from November 22nd to January 3rd. You'll need to collect a total of eight shards, and it will allow you to create a Golden Party Hat. You are allowed to get eight shards and create one hat per account, so even if you collect more shards, of which there's 11 available... Um, it won't allow you to do anything else with them, and you cannot trade the shards, but you can trade the party hats. So like the original party hats, they will become valuable. You will only be able to collect those shards between November 22nd and January 3rd, so make sure that you keep an eye on that. Another way to get a shard is through the Premier Club. So the 2021-2022 Premier Club has now been announced. So as usual, this is the best way to buy membership. It's the uh, best bang for your buck. It's running $70 this year, and for that $70, you receive a full year of RuneScape membership, an extra daily Treasure Hunter key, 150,000 loyalty points off the bat, double daily keys, 
So six daily keys for one month. Monthly drops. 100 extra bank spaces. The Dawn Forged Armor Set. The Unicorn Pet. Soul the Unicorn Pet. Access to the Premier Vault. Premier World. Premier uh, Badge. All the other things that normally come with the Premier Club. As well as the free boss instance. And Yak Chak Premier Pass like usual. It's worth noting that it is now only the Premier Club. They don't have Bronze, Silver, and Gold. Um, it was recorded that... The silver and bronze were almost never utilized, so instead of breaking into tiers, you simply have the gold, what would have been the gold tier. And again, for a, a year's worth of membership for $70 on its own is a better deal than you normally would get, and then it comes with everything else. So um, this is the best way even above like the special Steam packages that they have. And that's all that I have. For those announcements, and I think that's about all that we have for this week. So, um, what have you been playing this week, Sasquatch? Ah, well, I've been playing Call of Duty Vanguard. I've continued playing that. Um, the multiplayer mostly. I did go through the story. The single player was meh. It was okay. It's what you'd expect. Um, I dabbled into Battlefield 2042. It's exceptionally meh. Um, kind of, <laughs> kind of boring. The specialists are really, really, really amiss. Um, Final Fantasy fourteen, New World. Uh, played Halo Infinite multiplayer when it launched because, well, it's Halo and it's it's Halo. That's what it is. So, <laughs> I mean, if you're looking to play Halo, it's free and there to play. Um, wait, 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 what? It's free. Yes. The multiplayer is free. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's free on Steam even. Shit. Yep, that's that's why uh, everything for the last few months has been Halo Infinite's multiplayer is free to play. Like I've mentioned it many a time, even earlier in this episode. How did I miss that? I don't know. We both missed some serious news, apparently. Ed, Ed Sheeran and Pokemon Go and Halo <laughs> Infinite's multiplayer both being free are on equal terms. <laughs> yeah, I think we're both just spaced out today. <laughs> It's been a long fucking week, man. I, no, I hear you. I've got a lot going on with work, and I'm I'm building a house, so that's taking up so much of my the RAM in my brain. You know what I mean? Um, and so that I haven't been playing much this week either. I've been on you know Final Fantasy fourteen and doing our Legend of Dragoon thing, and we're almost finished with the Legend of Dragoon. Um, and I'll be doing Nocturne next. Um. But yeah, I've I've had precious little uh, free time or brain capacity lately. Uh, what have you been playing this week, though, Doc? I have a guess. <laughs> I, I have been playing almost exclusively. Shin wait, 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 wait. Oh, I wanted to guess. Hello, Kitty Island Adventure. <laughs> uh, I remember that game. But, <laughs> yeah, I've I've just been diving into this game hard. Um, I did play a little bit of Final Fantasy 14. I did try Halo Infinite, uh, but was it just Halo to you as well? Yeah, yeah. It also it does not run very well. Oh, you don't think it runs well? I think it runs great. Dude, that that game like on my PC, which should have no trouble with it. I have to run it on low. Hmm. 
Like, I have to put everything at rock bottom for it to play smooth. And, like, uh-huh. the big, big matches, I can't even play those. That's fucking I weird. Think, I think I might need to, like, update drivers, so I was planning to do that uh, for this weekend. But yeah, um, the most recent driver update is for Halo Infinite. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. I am downloading it right now. It's uh, not very large, nice, and it looks decent enough for a, a game. And oh yeah, yeah, no, it looks great. Even even on low graphics, it looks good. Um, but yeah, I had to I had to put it graphics to low to get it to run properly That's without so stuttering weird. all over the place. And like the big big matches, uh, were almost unplayable. Well, it looks like that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe and come check out our Discord server if you want to check out the podcast live. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a great rest of your week and have a great uh, holiday week. I don't think we're going to be recording next Thursday, most likely. So uh, we will see everybody. Mm, Probably not Thursday. (laughs) uh, So we'll see everybody in December. All right, have a good night. So far away. (laughs) Johnny.